I want to welcome you to episode number 70 right here on the Darren Sargent Show. This is the podcast, yep, where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. So glad you've joined us. Today in this episode, we are going to be talking about the discovery of purpose. Hang on. I may step on some toes today. If I do, please forgive me. But there's some things that just need to be said right here on the Darren Sargent Show. Thanks for joining. I am recording this episode on January 7th. 2021. We thought that 2020 was going to be the year we will never forget, and it will, but already with events that happened yesterday in our nation's capital, I can probably be very safe in saying that this is something we will never forget. 2021, we were all excited to see 2020 go, and now we're like, okay, where's 2022? Six days into this new year, and it appears that the world is falling apart. Now, as I mentioned in my intro, I am going to step on some toes today in our discussion on the discovery of purpose. Now, Some of the things that I am going to bring to your attention today are a few things that I preached to our local church this past weekend. I'm not going to get into all of it, but I am going to give you some of the strategies that I presented, not knowing what we were facing three days or two days before um, the events of yesterday. I felt like some of the things that I preach may fit into the context of where we're at in our world right now. If you know me, if you have followed me, if you are a listener to this podcast, you know that I am a big proponent of discovering our purpose. Purpose is so vital to survival. it's, It's the essence of having a significant life. I didn't say successful life, a significant life. Success is usually what happens to me. Significance is how God uses me to help others and fulfill the purpose for which he has called me to fulfill. I believe all of us have purpose. I I am currently working on a a video course called Nobody is Born Average. It's been my kind of theme message for the last 30 plus years of my life. And I decided to break it down into a series that you can watch via video, take notes on, comes with a workbook and all that. That will be released sometime mid-January over the next few weeks. And I will fill you in more on that as we get closer. This is not a, a sales ad for that. I just uh, wanted to kind of mention that course is coming. So stay tuned. You'll find out more information on my website once it's all ready to rock and roll. But I want today to just 
talk about my thoughts. Okay, this is me. This has this is just this is moi. I'm not reading something from somebody else. This is just my thoughts in retrospect, if you will, even though it's been a day of what happened yesterday. I think I think our world's in desperate need of God. Bottom line. Um, and to fully affect our world the way that I believe God wants us to, the Bible reveals we are to, I, I believe we have to understand our purpose because purpose, first of all, causes us to kind of reevaluate our priorities. What truly matters? What is the most important thing? When you understand your purpose, you then understand what order things should go in your life. One thing I've discovered about purpose is purpose can cause me to get rid of distractions. And what I mean by that, if something is not lining up with my purpose, it's a distraction. I need to remove it out of my life. Purpose can cause us to get rid of those things. It gives us a, a, a more narrow focus, if you will, on what life is all about. Life is to be lived abundantly. That's what Jesus said. He came to give us life and that more abundantly. His life that is lived in us, through us, around us, that should be that should be abundant life. It should not be uh, mediocre life. It should not be status quo life. It should be abundant life. And when I understand my purpose, it'll cause me to reevaluate those priorities. It'll, it'll help me to rid things, get rid of things out of my life that, that may be rabbit trails that I'll go down and lose my focus. And uh, another thing that I've discovered about purpose is purpose always drives you to make sacrifices. You make sacrifices. I have, I have clear purposes in my life that cause me to make sacrifices to make sure that those purposes are fulfilled. I could just roll over and give up and not sacrifice, not give, not not give my life away to the things that will outlive me, but I have chosen to make a sacrifice. And I, I think it's safe to say that everyone that's listening to this today, you have a desire to follow your purpose. Sometimes it takes us trying out different things to find it. I, I knew entering into the ministry that I wanted to be used by God. That was something I felt. It took some time for that calling to be fully understood in its fullness. And, and, and I'm still learning and I'm still growing. But now at the age of, oh, should I give my age away? Uh, let's, just say, let's just say I'm past 45. We'll just keep it at that. Now at the age I am, I know my purpose. I know the direction. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt what God has called me to do in impacting the next generation. I know by just the way that I was born what God has been asking of me and and using me to accomplish in this life. And it it shocks me. It it really it shocks me when I when I see people that are called by God, believing in God, trying their best to, to, to live for God in times of uncertainty, in times of, of just struggle that we see ourselves in right now. The last couple of days, or yesterday, okay, let me just put yesterday. I, I try my best to limit my social media intake. I'm just being honest. I find myself sometimes 
you know, flipping through and, and my daughters have, have introduced me to Instagram reels. And so I've been posting a few of those, but man, if you're not careful, you can just start flipping through those reels and you, you're wasted half an hour before you know it. So I'm, I'm trying to be careful, but in the last day or so, last 24 hours, watching social media posts that are so fixated on what's happening in and seeing that some people have put so much faith and trust in a system they have put so much faith and trust in 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 government or a person it, it's disheartening to be honest with you it breaks my heart let me just say this and i told you i'd probably step on some of y'all's toes and i'm going to i'm going to i may get some hate mail for this but that's all right if you're listening to this and you are depending on the government or a system or a cause or an individual to give you hope for your future or a purpose to to live by, you are going to be very disappointed at the end of your life. I think we all need to wake up and quit drinking the society's Kool-Aid that says, you know what, our future is so dependent on who occupies a certain position and we we, we, we can't do anything unless so-and-so is in power and such-and-such has happened. You know what, what we probably should be doing instead of spending so much time fixated on the troubles of this world that are fleeting, that are going to pass, that are going to burn up, we need to start seeking the face of God and asking God, God, what is my purpose? How do you want to use me in this current climate that I find myself in right now? Well, you don't understand where I'm coming from. Let me just tell you something. If you are breathing, you have a purpose. If you got out of bed this morning, you have a purpose. If you're walking to work, riding to work, getting on a bus, I don't care what it is, you've got a purpose. If there's still breath in your lungs, you have a purpose. And so the challenge is not whether you have a purpose or not. The challenge is recognizing that you have one and that you probably should, all of us should be seeking, seeking the face of God that created us to discover that purpose. I, I've been thinking a lot about my default. What do you mean by that? Well, how I respond to things. When something happens, what's my default? Where do I go? How do I respond? What do I say? What do I think? My default, my bias should be always leaning to fulfill my purpose that I was created to fulfill. That's my deep that should be my default. That should be my bias. Everything I do when trouble comes, when struggle rises, when trials rear their ugly heads in my life or I see things in our current society, my bias, my default, the direction I lean should be desiring to fulfill the purpose for which I was created to fulfill. That should be my immediate default. So I have to take some steps. I have to seek God. I have to dig into his directives his word, and find what he's asking me to do. I, I don't need to be reading some manifesto from some godless individual that has no idea what truly is lasting in this life. I got to get direction on what I'm to do. I got to go over, go after the things that are eternal because the scripture says, nobody's manifesto says this, God's word says only what you do for Christ, only what you do, that's purpose. That's purpose. Only what you do for Christ will last. 
So how do I discover my purpose? Well, these are some of the things that I told you. I kind of uh, started a series with our church on this past Sunday, and and I'll just give them to you real quick. I have four strategies that that I think are important, and not all these are necessarily uh, mine or things that I came up with. Some of them I've tweaked. Some of these four are things that I came up with, but uh, I just want you to hear these. These are four strategies to discover your purpose. The first one is simple. You need to understand the importance of time. The scripture says that we are to redeem the time. Why? Because the days are evil. I don't know about you, but we're living, I can see that we're living in some evil days. So what are you to do? You are to redeem the time. That means you are to take advantage of the time you have and do something with your life. Understand the importance of time. Time moves quickly, rapidly. Uh, I mentioned, I think in the last episode, it's, it's, it's amazing to me that, that my youngest daughter is turning 18. Where's time gone? I've got to redeem the time. I've got to redeem the time that I have left. I have to make sure that I know exactly what God is calling me to do, and I've got to go after it with everything I've got within me. I cannot wait. I cannot set back. I cannot just relax and think, well, someone else will take up the slack. No, God's calling you. God's calling me to redeem the time. The second strategy is I need to recognize that there is power in vision. Understand that God has a plan and a purpose for your life, for your family, for your future. Understand that there's a purpose for which you were created and seen, and that is seeing that life is more than just punching some time clock or just you know spending all your time looking to see what the world's doing on social media or the news. Life with God should be something that is alive. Life with God should be something that is active. Purpose with God, life with God should be moving, pursuing, changing, constantly being formed into the image of who he is. That's purpose. Number three, I need to learn to face the brutal facts. There's some things that I have to change in my life. I have to look at me. You know, I, I, was, I was teaching a Bible study last night, and, and in it I said, you know, it's so easy for us to, to look at the speck in someone else's eye when we got a beam sticking out of our own. I need to fix things in my life. I need to learn to face the brutal facts because until you know where you are, you can't get direction to where you need to go. And finally, my fourth strategy is realize that you possess greatness. God created you with a divine destiny. That's why the scripture says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You possess greatness. You are called to do something with your life. You have within you, if you are a follower of God, you have potential that is staggering. It's unbelievable what lies within you. So why would you settle for the mediocre? Why would you settle for the status quo? Why would you settle for not making a difference in this world? You have greatness. You possess greatness, recognize it, realize it, act on it, rise to it. 
There's room. I heard someone say today, there's room at the top for greatness. There's room at the top. There's a lot of people that are settling for the bottom that just, you know, they're not really going to do anything with their life. But there are those that are going to say, you know what? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm great. God's made me great. God's got great things in store. I got a great future. I've got a great life. I've got a great God. I've got a great hope. I've got a great church. Come on, somebody. Sorry to preach a little bit there, but we need to realize the greatness that you and I possess because this world is not going to get any better. No one person, no one system, no one party is going to make this world any better. Quit. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Quit fixating on uh, on all the things that that the media is driving. I don't care if it's Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, the Washington Post. I don't care who says it, who does it. Uh, It does not matter. What matters is the word. What matters is the future of God in us, working through us, because he wants us to create a world where there is peace and hope and joy and power. God's God's got incredible things in store unbelievable things in store for you. I'm sorry. I'm preaching a little bit on this episode. Maybe we'll never forget episode 70 where I just reared back and preached a little bit. I'm just tired of seeing people so troubled by all our world and all its issues. I'll calm down now. Have a great day. You want to learn more about what's going on with me? Some resources I have, visit DarrenSargent.com. Have a great day. Till next time, Darren Sargent. Out.